to everyone who has listened to FoxCast OT, FoxCast PT, and FoxCast SLP, we are excited to announce the evolution of our podcast series with the brand new Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast. So before you listen to the debut episode, I just want to let everyone know that this week in San Antonio, Texas, Fox Rehabilitation will be at APTA's Combined Sections Meeting, yes, CSM, and we will be conducting on-site interviews for physical therapists. And if you can't make it there in person, we will also conduct these interviews virtually. And candidates hired into a full-time role can earn up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus. And then everyone we interview at CSM, whether in person or virtual, your name will be put into a raffle and the winner will get a $5,000 prize. So book your interview now. We've got a link on our website, foxrehab.org. We've also got a link in our Instagram bio. And if you don't see a date and time that matches your availability, please email us at recruitmentcoordination at foxrehab.org. So Fox Rehab, we will be at CSM this year. Make sure you stop by and say hi. We will be in exhibit hall number three, booth number 1040. And now, now it is time for the premiere episode of Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast. Enjoy. I was a uh, practicing clinician working in a home health agency model. I wasn't allowed to dose my patients as per best practice guidelines. So I said, there's gotta be a way to do this better. My, my grandmother and uh, my grandfather, I started seeing them going in and out of long-term care. It started personal seeing the sick side of 80, and now it's been exciting to be part of Fox. Light bulb moment, like that's a complete game changer. You can see what we can do as a practice and as treating clinicians to really make 80, 85, looks so much different than it did back that long ago. And boil it down into one say, it's quite simply this. It's be stronger, live better longer. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the brand new Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast. The podcast dedicated to clinicians who work with older adults. Also, if you are someone who is interested in aging gracefully, aging with strength, then you too, I think, will enjoy this podcast. My name is Jim Shear, Director of Communications with Fox Rehabilitation, and today, my co-host will be, on the debut episode, Fox's own speech-language pathologist, Maureen Colkett. Hey, Jim. Thanks for having me. And if we didn't have a chat earlier on, I would have totally slaughtered your name. (laughs) You did it perfectly well. (laughs) Not less, but more, Maureen, and not Colquette, but Colkit. Practice-wide and elsewhere, no one will ever get this wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jim. (laughs) Now, Maureen, you are the perfect guest to have on the first episode of the Live Better Longer podcast. And I will tell you why. You know this, Fox Rehabilitation... Where We Work, A Place We Love, used to have three podcasts, one for physical therapy, one for occupational therapy, and another for speech-language pathology. 
So I came in, and my background is in the music and entertainment world. And, you know, when I was putting together mixtapes as a teen, or even to this day when I'm assembling playlists, it's not just one genre of music. It's a little bit of everything. Some hip-hop, some rock, some pop, some metal. So I said, I came up with the crazy idea, what if we just put all of this awesome energy into one podcast? And we had a, a big chat online, and I feel like... 60% agreed, 40% they were on the fence. They said, no, like you can't split up the disciplines. It wouldn't make sense. And then I got so many analogies, even from my wife, because my wife's a teacher. And she said, hey, if I'm into special education, I wouldn't necessarily want to listen to a podcast from math teachers. And then I know a lot of Fox clinicians said the same thing. I also heard this a couple times. If you like horror movies... You wouldn't listen to a podcast about comedies. I said, but yeah, but like if you like sports, you'll listen to a podcast about sports, right? So Maureen, were you on my side? Were you on my side of the fence? Or were you on both sides? Jim, you're putting me in a tough spot here. But since I'm here on the show, I think we know I'm all about collaboration. I agree. Uh, I agree that it's fun to be together in one big happy podcast where we're all talking about things that really impact all of us in the day-to-day, even if it's not specific to our discipline, there's a really good opportunity here. We can make it work. I think we can. I think of it like not comparing comedies and horror movies or math and special education or apples and oranges. I think of it like the Avengers. All of those different disciplines came together to save the universe. You wouldn't hate on the Avengers. No way. <laughs> Who's your favorite? I like Spider-Man. D- do you have a favorite? I haven't seen every movie. I'm not an expert at the Avengers, but I do like Captain America. Okay. Did you see the, the end game? No. I-, I-, I didn't either. But okay. the the last part has been shown online a gazillion times where people oh, are like yes, cheering yes, in yes. the movie theater when they all come together as one. Uh-huh. With various people put into the Yeah, so that's how I envision this podcast. (laughs) So, Maureen, your article, which, oh, by the way, can be read on foxrehab.org under the Fresh Fox content section, it was like a beacon to me. I was like, yes, this, this will justify the podcast. The title of your article, Interdisciplinary Collaboration Among Healthcare Professionals Leads to better patient outcomes. Explain. Yes. Uh, well, the great thing was we get to propose our topics. So the directive is write something you're passionate about. And this is definitely something that hit that area for me. So I had the pleasure of presenting on this topic a few years back at Temple University. So I kind of had delved into all this before. So it was like a really great opportunity to kind of bring it up again. Did you do it live? I mean, yes. yes. You saw faces. Yeah, yeah, it was a little while ago. It was fun. Were they nodding in approvement? Mm-hmm. Then they should listen to this podcast. Yeah, but we'll continue. Send it off the temple. <laughs> uh, so anyway, you know, we're we're constantly collaborating. You know, for us with Fox and anybody who does home care house calls, you're going into home, so it's just you with the clinician. Other settings, you might have some co-treatment situations and whatnot. Um, and then in the buildings, you're going to see your counterparts in the other disciplines, but it's really about the plan of care and not just 
thinking of it so singularly as to what you are doing with that patient. But, you know, okay, this is what I'm doing, but I need to know what else is happening in this patient's life. And not only just the counterparts and what their treatment plans are, like the whole patient, it's a holistic approach. So that's really what it comes down to. So PT, OT, SLP treatment, that's part of the larger picture of a holistic approach to each patient. And I love how in your article, you called it a cinch. I can quote you because you wrote it. True. Part of that is technology. So, you know, like for Fox, of course, we use Teams. Um, so you can send information in an instant right there when you're with the patient. And it's very convenient. Um, but it, it is more, more helpful to have this information communicated because you might go through two, three sessions. And then if you waited to collaborate with your counterpart, you're like, oh, I should. if I had known that three sessions ago, I wouldn't have done this or I would have done that. So it is so much easier to do it this way than just kind of being all on your own. Plus, it's more fun. It's more fun to talk to people and collaborate than feeling like you're all on your own, especially for, I mean, for any clinician, but anybody who's new into the field or like if you have a new diagnosis. One of the first things I, I think it's great with Fox is, you know, you send a message to a bunch of SLPs or a bunch of PTs in your region or elsewhere and like, hey, has anybody recently treated this particular thing? Let's ch let's chat about it. Let's figure out what's the best course of action here. Now, do you ever get people that are hesitant to team up? Yeah, I mean, sometimes availability can be the only hang up. You know, you want to, if you have to talk at length, scheduling a phone call, let's say, would maybe take a little bit longer, but just sharing information. I have never had a problem in someone receiving or providing information to collaborate. And just like something simple that you wrote about, you said one clinician may suggest using a walker, another may suggest using a cane. And that's why it's important for everyone to be on the same page. Sure, so this would be an example of, uh, among PT and OT kinds of plans that I don't know how often this happens, but I know that it has happened. I've heard of stories of this happening elsewhere. and. You know, it, there are people who are borderline, patients who are borderline for what is the best assistive device and people make progress and change. And, you know, if you have two people going to the same house multiple times in the week and they're giving different directives to their patient, how confusing is that for the patient? And then also for you, you know, if, uh, say, Medicare is reviewing some information in your notes, this looks all over the place and what's going on here. It doesn't read well and it doesn't make sense. And within your article, you give a, a specific case. And can you walk us through that where all three disciplines are necessary? Let's say, you know, a referral comes from the doctor for physical therapy um, and they start in with the case and they're just noticing, you know, so there's some different things going on. I think we should have occupational therapy look at some of the finer points of their daily activities. Um, and then occupational therapists might be in there and say they're doing breakfast or a meal set up and working on some feeding kinds of things for the individual. And there's a new cough that's developing and the caregiver says, oh, yeah, they hadn't been doing that before. So they can immediately refer to a speech pathologist. So then all of a sudden you have three people working together with this individual. You don't have the therapist in there how many days or weeks are in between a doctor's appointment that this might not be brought up for a while. But this way, when you're collaborating and everybody's talking, you get at the heart of the problem faster. Have you met any friends 
doing the the three discipline approach? Well, all my friends in Fox are my friends. I mean, all the people I work with are my friends. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been cool where I don't necessarily see the person, but we're, we've been in the same home. And I find it interesting, like one of my team members, it was his birthday a couple of weeks ago, and the patient's wife said, oh, yeah, it's his birthday. It's Steve's birthday. And so I sent him a team's message. I was like, <laughs> she told me. <laughs> so I learned a little bit more about some of my colleagues through patients and their caregivers, which is kind of fun. That is great. And then great. I'm like, wait, what did I tell them the last session? What's everybody finding out? <laughs> so if you want to read this article written by Maureen Colkett, it is on foxrehab.org under the Fresh Fox content section. Once again, it is titled Interdisciplinary Collaboration Among Healthcare Professionals Leads to Better Patient Outcomes. And just the title alone is justification for this podcast. So Maureen, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, you and fellow Fox clinician, Caitlin Brady, will workshop an article live on this podcast. Usually we talk about articles after the fact. This article hasn't been written yet. You will workshop on air. Do not go anywhere. While we reset here, just a reminder, Fox Rehabilitation is always looking for good clinicians. So if you would like to join our talent community... And here's what would happen if you joined. You'll be the first to know about new job openings. You'll build your professional network and you'll stand out from other applicants. So if you want to join our talent community, go to careers.foxrehab.org. It's very easy to join. You give us your contact info, your area of interest, and it's that simple. Once again, you can join our talent community by simply going to careers.foxrehab.org. We are back on Fox Rehabilitation's Live Better Longer podcast. My name is Jim Shear, joined by today's co-host, speech-language pathologist for Fox Rehabilitation, Maureen Colkit. And we are now joined by physical therapist Caitlin Brady, who serves our New Jersey Central 3 region. Caitlin, welcome to the podcast. Really great to be here, Jim. So first of all, I want to say thank you for helping out Maureen. Maureen, do you want to give the backstory or do you want me to give the backstory? Uh, Sure, I can explain what's going on. There was um, a topic proposed uh, for an article by our very own Dr. Will Dieter. And so the task was who would like to write. And so I said I would with, I guess, the caveat to I wanted to collaborate. So Caitlin raised her hand, team style. <laughs> different uh, di- different discipline. That, different discipline, yes. PT, uh, Caitlin is PT, I'm an SLP. Yeah, so we. it's true this article has not yet been written. That's the absolute truth. Uh, but we, we've started to discuss, uh, and we have a lot of work ahead of us still, uh, but I think it's going to be really great. Caitlin, can you break down the premise of the article? And when I read the blurb, 
it slightly blew my mind. <laughs> right. So the the whole premise of the article, we're going to be talking about how Fox as a practice and and our professions, we're really uniquely positioned to promote health for our patients rather than just provide them health care. Um, so there's a lot of different but isn't, directions. Isn't that with... mind blowing? <laughs> like when you even when you said it, like I got I got a couple goosebumps. <laughs> Yeah, I think um, I think this is a topic that's been on a lot of clinicians' minds for a long time. I think a lot of us have already been doing it, and now we're just kind of putting a name to it. To promote health, really, we want to to help our 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 patients live their fullest lives, take care of issues before they become debilitating. Hopefully, they don't they don't reach the point where they're becoming deconditioned or or they need a lot of our help. Uh, we like to prevent a lot of those issues from occurring. And I like the idea that if someone would see a clinician in a household, they might just assume that the person is sick or hurt. And you're like, no, 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 no. We're we're, we're keeping them stronger. We're keeping them out of the hospital. Exactly. So have you discussed the article yet through email? Have you talked over the phone? Is this the first time you're seeing each other face to face? Virtually, of course. First time face to face. Yes, uh, we have we have emailed and Teams messaged and talked on the phone. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of stuff on paper. I think Caitlin, you said it um, the other day. Each of these areas that we're planning to touch upon in the article could really go out on its own as a whole other topic for an individual article. So you know, there's potential for some follow up to this one. I there's think we both agreed potential for a sequel. Yes, (laughs) or even a series. Ah, possibly a webinar. Yes. Ooh, look at that. (laughs) No, but Dr. Will Dieter, director of our PT here at Fox Rehabilitation, he sent us out a blurb from Modern Healthcare. And there was a, a section in that that was crazy. It said food security, safe housing, and reliable transportation account for more than 80% of health outcomes. Isn't that wild? Like those three things, you're, you're 80% healthy. It's, uh, it's, there's so many areas. And I think the first thing that came to mind is just like Caitlin mentioned, we are in such a position to be right in the, the foreground of helping patients with this because we're right there. We're right there in the homes. We see people not just once necessarily, you know, we, I often tell people, and I, I know a lot of other Fox clinicians have the habit of, let's keep in touch. You know, let me know if something changes or talk to your doctor. I am your speech language pathologist. Like, I'm your person. I want you to keep me in the loop. Don't wait until something gets past a certain point. So, yeah, it, we're just in a really good position to do this. And then all of the other areas that you can look at within, within these topics, we can step a little bit outside of our comfort zone as clinicians to address some of these other areas. And it's, it's also true that if you improve health, then you will eventually lower healthcare costs. Exactly. To go back to the interdisciplinary collaboration, that's also a documented lowering healthcare cost situation. So this goes right along with that. Uh, but when we're looking at the full picture of our patients, is there something going on that a social worker needs to get involved with in this situation? Who is the professional that you need to refer to um, or what doctor needs to be educated about 
something going on with the patient or patients in general. You know, we, we build relationships with a lot of doctors in a lot of areas. And as we continue to grow as a practice, you know, we want more and more doctors to be familiar with us so that they know what our style is and that we are about taking care of our patients preventatively for true health and not just health care when something goes wrong. Yes. And once again, it all goes back to the title of this podcast, one of our trademark sayings here at Fox, be stronger so you can live better longer. So uh, take us through the article. You have a word count, right? Because I think for our blog articles on our website, we don't want them to be super long, but we do want it to be long enough. So give us word count. Who's taking what? Who's taking the opening paragraph? Who's closing it out? I don't know if we have all of that worked out yet. We're working it out right now. Yeah. Um, it has the potential to be a little bit longer of an article. So we'll probably have to edit a bit um, and choose the topics that kind of speak to us the most. Um, but you came up with a fantastic outline after ooh. we had our initial conversation. So I think, yeah. I think you're ready for the opening. <laughs> but you know, it'll be fun. Right. For people to listen to this episode, and then once the article's done, maybe we have you two back on, and then you talk about it after the fact. Sure. I don't know, Caitlin. I think in the outline that you gave, opening up things, if you wanted to uh, share a little bit more about that, it was really cool. The um, just the like the education piece and what Fox is all about. I like. Yeah, just sure. give us yeah. give us a little peek coming out of the gate. <laughs> Um, yeah, so the, the article that we're thinking of writing is going to be geared toward the clinicians, um, clinicians in general, um, and the clinicians of Fox practice, and uh, the doctors, our referral sources. And I think the, the goal is to really clarify the role that therapists can play in improving health, improving public health, and providing practical advice on how to do that. As, as clinicians and as a practice. So some of it will will involve ed- education for the our referral sources on exactly um, you know what issues they can refer to us and when they should refer to us. Um, hopefully earlier than later is great. right The sooner we get these patients the services that they need, the better off they'll be and the, the less costly our plan of care will be. So it should be a higher priority to think of health instead of treating illness or a health condition after the fact. Yeah, exactly. You know, if we can if we can prevent those issues from ever occurring, you know, who doesn't want that? If you keep the lid closed on the can of worms, then the worms never come out. Makes perfectly good sense. Nobody gets worms. Yes, it makes perfectly good sense to a non-clinician. But I love that we have your pro look on this and I can't wait to read the article. Because like I said, when I just read that little sentence, that little blurb, to promote health over health care, I thought, ooh, like, I like this. So good luck. I can't, I can't give you any professional advice because I am not a healthcare <laughs> professional. You two, you two, however, are. It's going to be fun. Yeah, we're going to have a good time with this. Before we leave today, anybody that you would like to shout out on the Live Better Longer podcast? Oh, my PA Southwest team has to say hey to the, oh, my PA Southwest team. Give us, <laughs> you give, better give us, give us some geography, like suburbs of Philly, right? 
Yeah, suburbs of Philly. So we're we're in um, Chester County, Delaware County, outside of Philly. And um, yeah, we have about we, I don't know how many are on our team now, but it we're all always growing in in school. And then we do some collaborations with our Philly area colleagues, and um, you know, hopefully one of these days we'll all get to go to home office for I know, an occasional I know, powwow. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Caitlin, you d- I- you don't have to shout out your team. You could shout out family members. <laughs> but Maureen did shout out her team. Yeah, I'm going to have to follow suit. I can't let her show me up like that. So New Jersey Central 3 team. And you're like what, like 40, 40 miles north of Princeton? Yeah, give or take. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the Somerset Bridgewater region. Thank you for joining me on the first ever episode of the Live Better Longer podcast. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, thanks so much. So for Maureen Colkitz and Caitlin Brady, my name is Jim Shear, and we will see Yens later. Mm-hmm.